Hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> I'm sorry I've been gone for so long. I don't know how long it's been. Is it three months? I don't know. But yeah, basically, to cut the shit, this, the reason I stopped recording for a while was because, you know, I, you know, I stopped finding people to record with me or like finding people with interesting stories and and then, you know, I was like, ah, oh, let me take a week break and then it was, let me take two weeks break and then suddenly it's, it was a month since I recorded and, you know, from then I was just like, and it's not because I don't love to do it. Honestly speaking, like, I love recording podcasts. I love talking and just voicing out my opinions. I love doing that. And, you know, so I'm back. And I think from now on, I'm not going to have, like, an upload schedule. Just whenever I feel like something needs to be said, I'm there. But, yeah, so to the few people that actually listen to this podcast, you know, I'm so sorry I've been absent and to the people that have listened that are listening for the first time you know welcome you know I hope you stay I hope I stay honestly but uh yeah so I don't really have much to say in terms of an update uh I'm kind of done with A levels and I'm waiting to start my degree that's pretty much it and yeah so just moving forward uh it'll be nice if you know anybody that wants to join on this podcast that has something meaningful to talk about you can just let me know dude i'll be down to talk like anybody that wants to talk yeah so please (laughs) but you know it's fine it's fine it's fine i'm always gonna have shit to say but anyway i think I've been wanting to make a podcast for a while now, but I wanted to make something just meaningful, you know. Not everything can't be meaningful, but something worth recording. And I definitely have something worth recording today. But, uh, okay, so basically, uh, as a child, I was a very sick child, which is, honestly, I don't really know much about it, but it was kind of a, this is kind of an understatement. I was sick a lot as a child, and from fevers to aches to rashes to you know but i guess as i grew up i became like figurative figuratively stronger you know in terms of i i I stopped getting sick too often and this and this and that but i think the biggest thing that was a problem for me when i was young when i was younger was uh, my tonsils if you don't know what tonsils is please google it but basically if you open your mouth and next in the mid in the middle thing that the little dangling thing that's your uvula there's something on the left and the right of it it's like it's sticking out it looks like pink chewing gum sort of that you've been chewing and you just spat out it looks like that that that's your tonsils yeah so everybody has it and it, it, the purpose of it is very minimal just like protect from bacteria that the works that kind of stuff but uh, I have something called chronic tonsillitis, which is not as bad as it sounds. It's it's just every now and then my tonsils get inflamed, and when they do get inflamed, they trigger my entire body to act up. So when I was younger, it used to be rashes and fevers and stuff. But as I got older, the rashes stopped, and it was mostly just fevers. So I would get really really bad fevers, and when my tonsils got inflamed, the swallowing is like difficult not difficult it's almost impossible like to swallow something that that swallowing 
mechanism of your throat where you like you know it's so hard to do and yeah i'm just giving you a backstory of how it feels like but uh drinking hot water really feels good but it's bad you should drink cold water basically anything cold i'm sure you've heard that people that remove their tonsils they can eat all the ice cream they want which is true because it really it's easy to swallow so yeah i've been having this for a while now and it, it's on and off but as this year it's been acting up so i just decided um fuck it I, I really need to take this off and doing surgery is something that i've always wanted to do but it's just something that my parents and i have been postponing and procrastinating on because it's like ah, uh, I fo- sometimes i forget about it and then when it comes i'm like yeah, i want it out so yeah we decided you know let's get it out and th- let it be done so i went to the hospital two weeks ago yeah two weeks ago if i'm not mistaken to get it out and it's a simple surgery they don't have to cut me open or anything it's just they do it through my mouth and they snip snip and it's out and it's done it's pretty serious like two hours max so no big deal i wasn't worried or anything and the surgery was fine but it's what happened after the surgery which was why i was in the hospital for four days yeah because it was just supposed to be a one night thing because again it's a surgery i was not there was nothing wrong with me it was my choice to go to hospital but basically i was put on anesthesia which is you know to help you get sleep for the surgery and when i woke up i was kind of like still unable to control my body in the sense that like uh you're not fully aware i guess so technically because of the anesthesia i accidentally swallowed some blood again this is not something i know this is what i was told by the doctors so i swallowed a lot of blood apparently and it got into my lung my right lung my left lung was fine it just got into my right lung so basically after the surgery i was coughing up blood a lot of blood and uh, yeah i was confused i was coughing up blood and i wasn't fully conscious for this but my mom my sister my girlfriend told me that like i was coughing up so much but like a bucket full of blood and my oxygen levels which is supposed to be like 97 to 100 like that's final it went down to like 50 or something like that and like the nurse had to like wake me up like to shock me up back not resuscitate but like wake me up and something like that cuz it was you know bad at and i didn't know what happened so I, and this all happened while i was like post surgery like i i was just done with surgery like 5 minutes ago and now i'm like something else is wrong with me and then basically i was taken into the hdu not icu that was my mistake hdu is short for high dependency unit which is basically icu but not as bad to put it that way so yeah i was put in there all this in a span of 30 minutes after my surgery so i was just so tired and whenever you go for surgery you can't eat you have to fast for like 6 to 7 hours so i hadn't eaten all day i hadn't drank any water and after that they told me that i still can't drink any water or drink. so i basically didn't eat or drink for 24 hours yeah so i was in the hdu and then that's when they finally gave me an x-ray and told me look you have an infection in your lung your right lung and i was like that does not sound good and obviously it wasn't because if it was good i would have been in the hdu uh 
So I was put in there. And, you know, by the time all this happened, it was already like 11 p.m. And I was like so tired. And they attached so many wires to me, to my stomach, to my chest, both chest, to my left hand, to my right hand. I was full of wires and just, it was a new experience for me because I, you know, I, I have never been in that situation. Basically, my medical history is I had bronchitis when I was a kid. I've had stitch, I have stitches on my chin and where my, on my mustache area, I don't know what it's called, but nothing of this extent, to be honest. Nothing this bad. So I've never really been in this situation. I don't think I've ever been, had dengue or anything like that. So, you know, like it was bad, bad. I didn't think too much about it on the night off because honestly, I just wanted to like eat and sleep, but I couldn't do either because, you know, I couldn't eat because, yeah, the doctor told me I couldn't. And I couldn't sleep because the wires were just everywhere and all that. And basically the experience being a HD for me started the next day. And honestly, guys, I'm not going to like boast and say like I'm so active or anything like that but I like to take care of myself I like to be active I like to you know like exercise you know keep my lungs keep my heart running blood pumping that kind of stuff I'm not super buff or anything but you know I like to play football play sports just to stay healthy you know like Think about it, like, when was the last time you were actually, like, tired, like, <gasps> you know, like, yeah, think about that. So, I, I like I like feeling that, if you feel very fresh and rejuvenated, so, I like doing that, so, you know, I'm not the type of person that can, like, sit down and watch Netflix all day or something like that. I'm not going to try to say I'm productive or anything, but I'm not, I definitely don't like just lazing around and not, not, basically, uh, I don't like doing that, so... Like, um, yeah, so to summarize, I'm just going to summarize my experience for you guys. So basically, the first thing that really irritated me being there was the fact that I had so many wires. And I said this already, but literally, like, if I turned, like, the side or anything like that, the, the wires would, like, sort of disconnect, and then the machine would beep. So they had to come and put it back for me. So basically, I just had to be straight, like, lie down straight and all that. I could even... If I lie down on my hand, then the IV thing will, the drip that they give you, it will break and that's not good. So I had to like, you know, that kind of stuff. And every three, four hours, I had to be put under a nebulizer, which is like a mask that helps you breathe easier and stuff and whatever. And, you know, all that, whatever. But I'm talking about the basic stuff to go to the toilet because I'm a dude. It's easier, but basically they just gave me a like a container and I had to like pee in it and give it to them and I had to put my dick in it and pee. That's not good. <laughs> so, you know, it was that kind of stuff. To shower, I couldn't shower. Basically, I couldn't leave the bed. So shower, the nurse had to come and just sponge my face. And this, it's, it's not something they gift me specially or anything. It's just protocol. That's how they do things around there. So the nurses were all cool and all that, but just... For somebody like me who's like, you know, I'm not going to say independent, but capable to not even be able to, like, shower myself, that was pretty humbling, you know, that was like, 
I was embarrassed, honestly, but yeah, and I guess that's the reason I made this podcast because of that experience. It's just, you know, uh, I've, I've realized that you should be grateful for the minimum, almost the most minimal of things. I wasn't even in there for that long, you know, I was in there for four days, so it's not even that bad, but like, you know, so simple shit like walking, because I couldn't walk. Like, they didn't let me walk. So I, was, I just had to stay on bed rest. So simple shit like walking. It's just so shit that we just, simple shit that we just overlook. You know, because you could all just, you could get in a car crash and you're just paralyzed for the rest of your life. You never know what's going to happen to you, you know. So obviously it's, I'm not going to say I'm such a saint. So so it's it's walking, you know. So obviously it's certain things that you just overlook and you forget about. And that's fine, but... You know, if this podcast helps at least like two people realize that, you know, the, what I'm trying to portray, the message I'm trying to give, then that's fine, you know, just, you know, we should be grateful for even being able to pee in a toilet because I've been there where I couldn't and it was bad. So, you know, and I wasn't even there for that long. Every, and everybody around me on the entire floor, which is only for people that are in HD, were all like 70, 80, 90 people, year old, old people that were probably, I'm sorry to say, but they're probably going to die soon or some shit like that, you know? And these people don't know when they're getting out. I knew when I was getting out because I knew that I was in there because it was bad, but it wasn't like the end of the world. So the doctors told me like two, three days max, four, yeah. So I knew when I was getting out. So and even then, I was suffering... You know, and like every day a doctor had to come and take a walk with me and hold my hand and walk with me because I couldn't walk because when you stop walking for a long period of time, your muscles tend to lose the memory of walking. So even walking, I was like, I felt so weird doing it, you know. So, you know, I just felt incredibly humbled and humiliated and in a good way and just more and more grateful now that I'm capable of doing all that shit again. But basically, when I got out of the HDU, the doctor says that I should take it easy and just start walking again just to... Because basically, my stamina just went out the window. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm a pretty, you know, I'm pretty fit. I'm pretty handle, you know, I, I take care of myself, you know. I'm, you know, stamina on point. But, uh, I'm kidding. But, uh... So, I think from going, from being able to like, you know, run and play football and, you know, to not, to, because, so basically when I got out of the HDU, the first thing I did was, when I got back into a normal hospital ward, was go down to the ground floor and just take a walk. And just to test out my breathing and stuff. And even that was so difficult. Like, I was tired. I was so tired after walking. So, I, honestly, it was so like, I was so sad because like from going from being able to like do all that to you know only being able to walk barely that was crazy so you know i haven't exercised in two weeks because i can't because i have to take care of my lungs and i couldn't even take deep breaths and yeah so basically i just have to like restart everything again sort of because yeah so 
I think tomorrow, when I, as I'm recording this, it will mark two, three, two weeks plus since I got the surgery, which was only meant to be a surgery, but turned into something worse. Yeah, so I'm finally going back to the gym for the first time and you know, starting up jogging slowly, working my way back up to what I once was. You know, it, it, I'm not saying that whatever I went through is difficult or something like that. It's just my experience and it's the only thing I know in terms of being hospitalized and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure you, maybe some of y'all that are listening have been through worse. <sighs> God, sorry. But this is just my experience. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that for as long as you have it under your control, you should really try and take care of your health and I'm not saying stop drinking stop this stop that stop this stop that it's just you know maybe lay off <laughs> a McDonald's once in a while and go for a run and you know get your blood pumping and stuff like that because seriously you know you you don't want to be in a HDU or something like that you know and I personally enjoy staying active and keeping care, taking care of myself because I feel that the best version of myself is the version that takes care of himself and, you know, just stay healthy and all that. So if it's not something that you guys enjoy, that's fine. But I'm just saying that definitely take care of your health because you're stuck with yourself because th- and there's nothing you can do about that. So why not invest in yourself? If that makes sense And I'm not saying I'm like a guru Or whatever I'm just saying that You know Just Try to avoid Being hospitalized <laughs> Cause Yeah And even then There's no guarantee Because one car crash And you could just be In the ICU Or whatever For the rest of your life So While you actually Have it in your hands Why don't you Try and do something About it Cause It's not Pleasant Like Okay for example I asked them How do I take a shit And they told me Long story short That I couldn't go to the toilet I had to take a shit On the bed so just, you know, embarrassing and humiliating that would have been. So I didn't do that. I waited till I got discharged from the HDU <laughs> back to the normal world. But anyways, just, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm glad it happened, but I'm glad it happened, you know, just because at least now I know that, like, even shit like being able to walk is not something that we should take granted, you know, take it for granted because it could all just go away, you know. Just like that, so, you know. This is a humbling and eye-opening experience for me, and I hope that anybody that's listening, just, you know, you, you take that into account. And if you're already taking care of yourself, congrats. And I'm in no way saying that I'm, like, a guru, a god or <laughs> a health master or anything like that. Just, you know, I like playing sports. I like, you know, cardio. So, it's just, you know, and being in the HDU, by the way, your visiting time is limited. So, I think people can only see you for four hours at a time. And it was two hours, and it's in two hours uh, slots. So, it's two hours in the afternoon, two hours like in the evening at night. So, you know, it's just a whole bunch of loneliness, just being alone. And, and I did have my phone for the first two days, and... And, you know, I, I didn't have my glasses because it was all just such a chaotic experience that nothing got packed and all that. So I was blind, hungry, alone, sleepy, like, 
yeah, it was bad. And even when I got to see people, I was so lonely. I was so excited to see them. It was basically seeing people, my mom, my sister, my dad, uh, my girlfriend. It's just to seeing them for two hours and have, watching them having to leave me like that because I'm the one that can't move. Uh, that sucks. That is, that's sad. So, you know, just, yeah, but. I pretty, I pretty much have nothing else to say because again, it wasn't that bad of an experience. It was just four days, but it just shocked me. I guess the experience just put me in my place, if that makes sense. So, you know, I think it's pretty much the end of it. And to anybody that's actually still listening, swag, <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're cool, and I hope twenty twenty is a good year for you because. You're a good person. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not. Unless you're not a good person, then fuck off. But I believe that everybody's a good person. Unless you're not. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But I'm happy to be back. You know, I hope that I'll get the next episode sorted out soon. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, if you guys have something interesting to talk about, just DM me. Tell me. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody that listens is like friends, my closest of friends. So people that I've already done podcasts with. But, uh, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this and learned something from it at least. Again, I'm not saying that I'm a teacher or anything like that. You guys should listen to me. I'm just giving my experience, one person from another person. Yeah, so, you know. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening and I hope to see you guys soon.